ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعين به ونستهديه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا انه من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ايها الاخوه المسلمون اعلموا رحمكم الله تعالى ان الله تعالى جعل الدنيا دار ممر وامتحان وجعل الابتلاء فيها سنه من سننه الربانيه الجاريه في هذا الكون جعل الابتلاء فيها سنه من سننه الربانيه الجاريه في هذا الكون فكم منا من يخفق في عمل او يخيب له امل او يبتلى بفقد حبيب او عزيز او يمرض له بدن او يفقد له مال وولد ولا يستثنى من ذلك احد من بني البشر فعن سعد بن ابي وقاص رضي الله عنه قال قلت يا رسول الله اي الناس اشد بلاء قال الانبياء ثم الامثل فالامثل يبتلى الرجل على حسب دينه فان كان دينه صلبا اشتد بلاؤه وان كان في دينه رقه ابتلي على حسب دينه فما يبرح البلاء بالعبد حتى يتركه يمشي على الارض ما عليه خطيئه واحده رواه البخاري the respected brothers and sisters in islam sa'd ibn abi waqqas may allah be pleased with him reported that one day he asked the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he said o prophet of allah who are the most afflicted of all people who are the most afflicted of all people the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said the prophets of allah then those who are nearest to them in piety in perfection and then those who are nearest to them a man or a person 
will be tested according to her level of piety and righteousness, according to his religious commitment. If he's strong in the deen, then his tests will increase. And if he's weak in the religion, then his tests will reduce. And the Prophet said, the person will continue to be tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until he walks on earth, still is completely free of all sins. Doesn't have a single khati'ah. Doesn't have a single sin. Reported by Al-Bukhari rahimahullah. So their brothers and sisters in Islam know that every individual in this world undergoes some degree of a trials and tribulations, whether physical, mental, spiritual, social, or psychological. And actually one would be hard depressed to find the person who has not undergone some form of a trial or suffered some loss, ranging from the common stress and strains of work, family, university study, to the serious illness of a child or the loss of a loved one. And subhanAllah, their coping techniques and responses vary. Even though people go through similar tests and trials, but they respond in different ways. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed us in the Quran that every single person with no exception whatsoever will be tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or you can put it in that way, trials and tribulations are unavoidable components of life. No human being who has ever existed, who exists, who will exist in the future, will be exempted from that. This is the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this universe. If the pain is not physical, it will be mental. And if the pain is not mental, it will be spiritual. And if the pain is not spiritual, it will be poverty. Some in one way or another you will be tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a sunnah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed upon himself. He said in the Quran, لَقَدْ خَلَقُنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدٍ Indeed, I have created man in hard labor. Indeed, I have created man into hardships. But the question is why? A lot of people ask this question, why? Why just simply, I have a good life, peaceful life, free pain, free problems, free afflictions. And to be honest with you, the respected brothers and sisters in Islam, this question is not new. It actually even existed before our creation. Before the creation of Adam alayhi salam. Before the coming of Adam alayhi salam. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed the angels in the Quran. And he said, Inni ja'ilun fil ardi khalifa. I'm going to replace a khalifa on earth. Representative. Successor or a deputy. And the angels asked this question. 
not to challenge the authority of Allah Azza wa Jal, but to understand or comprehend the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Are you going to place on it those who will cause corruption and make mischief and, and we glorify you, we praise you? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered this question. But he did not answer in one page or, or in, a, in a number of ayahs. Allah did not dedicate the whole khutbah to answer this question. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered the angels simply in four words. He answered that question in four words. The question of why so much evil, the question of why so much pain, misery, persecution, the death of innocent kids, and that the death of innocent people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered that question in one sentence. One part of an ayah. What did he say? He says, Inni a'lamu ma la ta'lamun. I know that which you do not know. That was Allah's answer. I know that which you do not know. So trying to understand the wisdom of why so many problems, it's a very simple for those who contemplate and reflect on the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one day was sitting with his companions and then he drew a square he drew a square and then he drew a line in the middle of it and extended that line outside the square so I want to, 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 to picture this he drew a square and then he drew a line in the middle in the center of the square and then he extended it وسلم, outside the square and then he, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, drew several small lines attached to the central line. And then he, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, said, "This is the human being. This is the human being. The square is his lease of life, his day of death, which is encircles him." And that line outside the square that he extended outside, he said his hope, because we have long hope and endless, endless wishes. And he وسلم, said the small lines that attach to the central line are the calamities and the struggles that may befall him. If one misses him, another will overtake him. And if that one misses him, a third will overtake him. Reported by Al-Bukhari, rahimahullah. The point is not to scare you. The point is to let you know that each and every one of us will be tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Will be tested by Allah azza wa jal. Allah said this clearly in the Quran. وَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ 
Do people think that they will be left alone simply because they say La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah I should have the best life and they will not be tried by Allah indeed I have tried those who came before you فَلَا يَعْلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَلَا يَعْلَمَنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ And to be honest with you, brothers and sisters, if you want a place free of pain, free of problems, you have everything you want, everything at your disposal, then you're in the wrong place. You are in the wrong place. You're in the wrong place 100%. This dunya is called the dunya. And you know what it means? What is the meaning, the definition or the linguistic meaning of dunya? Comes from dunu. So actually dunu is we are on the bottom. And there is only up from here. It's only up from here. So if you're looking to have a nice place that no problems whatsoever, then you're in the wrong place. And subhanallah, the question is, what is the wisdom behind the trials and tribulations? Because when you look at people, you will find three groups of people. Three groups of people. The first group of people, their faith becomes even stronger during the times of afflictions. You see a lot of people during the times of pain, they become even much closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than ever before. And these are the blessed group of people. The second group of people, their faith becomes weaker during the times of pain and hardships. Sometimes they stop even practicing. They said, yes, I was practicing anyway. It didn't work out. I used to pray. I used to recite Quran. It didn't. So they end up rejecting the worship of Allah Azza wa Jal. Yes, they are Muslims, but I'm not practicing anymore. And the third group of people, the most miserable one of them, those who end up rejecting Allah completely, rejecting God completely. Why? Simply because they could not understand the wisdom of one aspect of his creation. They could not understand the wisdom of one aspect of his creation. They couldn't understand why so much problems and bloodshed and that. Okay, you know what? There must be no God. And if there is, if there is a God, then he must have no mercy for his people. And they say, how such a just and merciful God cause or allow his people to suffer. This is probably one of the fundamental problems of theology. If you study theology in any, in any discipline, in any background, they try to reconcile our faith in Allah with the suffering of the human beings. And at the end of the day, they try to convince you, oh, if he's merciful, he wouldn't put you in that situation. And this is very serious, and it caused so many people to question Allah or to reject Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala completely. And inshallah ta'ala, with the few minutes that is left in the khutbah, I will tell you just the most important two or three. There are more than 20 reasons. Divine wisdom behind what is going on, behind these tests, 
trials and tribulation. Number one, they respected brothers and sisters in Islam. And I will make this, inshallah, as clear as possible. One of the defying wisdom of trials and tribulations. And I know when I say this, another question will, all, will come into your mind. But I'm going to also answer this question. Allah subhanahu number one is to distinguish true believers from disbelievers and hypocrites during the times of pain to distinguish true believers from disbelievers and hypocrites. One of the fundamental purposes of the trials in the earth is to distinguish between those who submit and those who refuse to separate disbelievers from disbelievers and to separate also the truthful ones from the lying hypocrites. Because the presence and the depth of the human faith can never really be known until challenges are encountered. And it is during these times or those times then the truly faithful are distinguished from the disbelievers or from those who weak in faith or in sincere faith. When you tell people this, they tell you, but anyway, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows how I'm going to behave. So why he tests me if he knows that I'm going to behave this way or that way? Allah already knows about it. So why he tests me in the first place? The answer to this question is very simple. Think of it that you are a student in a classroom and you're not doing good. And based on your performance in the class, right, based on your performance in the class, the teacher decided to fail you. He said, you know what? I know even without testing you, without giving you even the final exam, you will fail, so you know what? I'm gonna fail you. And the student will go to his father and say, Dad, I failed, but my teacher even didn't test me. The father will go to the teacher and he said, how come you fail my son without testing him? He will tell him, oh, I know, I know he's gonna, so I don't have to. No, you have to. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let me put it this way because just to answer this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the reality of people's hearts before testing them. Does he know how are you going to behave and react and act? Yes. So his tests, therefore, make plain, make clear to the outer world what already plain and clear to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So people will be held accountable and responsible for the actions they carry out and not merely on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows about them. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't test you and comes on judgment day and tell, okay, this group of people, based on my infinite knowledge and wisdom, we're going to do evil, take them to the hellfire. Those people, based on my knowledge, will do good, take them to Jannah. This is actually against the justice and the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The function, the respected brothers and sisters of these tests are to fulfill Allah's complete justice and mercy on the day of resurrection. And the purpose of these trials and tribulations is not for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to find out something that he does know. 
he doesn't know. It's not for Allah to find out something that he does not, does not know. Allah's knowledge encompasses everything. In fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in the Quran, وَمَا تَسْكُتُ مِنْ وَرَقَةٍ إِلَّا يَعْلَمُهَا Not even a leaf falls from a tree, but he knows it. Can you imagine that? Every single leaf that falls from a tree, it falls by the permission and the command of Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has knowledge of that. And it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who allowed it. And it is Allah who allowed every single event in our lives. But again, to this, because that if you really want to know how strong your faith is, don't test your faith, my friend or my brother, during the times of ease. Test your faith during the times of hardships. Yes. Test your faith during the times of hardships. During the times of ease, you have nothing to complain about. Life is good. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, there will be a group of people who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a condition. If life is good, God is good. If life is not good, God is not good. This ayah is in Surah Al-Hajj. وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ عَلَىٰ حَرْفٍ فَإِنْ there are some people who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like upon the edge. If God touches them, they're content, they're happy. And if fitness strikes them, that person subhanAllah flips around, switches his faith in Allah azza wa jal, loses the dunya and akhirah, and that is the ultimate loss. Khasira dunya wal akhirah. Allah did talk about a group of people. They will only be happy as long as life is good. Once Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tries them, those people will turn upside down, will turn it back on their faces. And this is very, very important. That's why during the times of difficulties, you will be able to measure your level of taqwa. Some people become so strong, mashallah. Some people become so weak, and they say, why me? What, what did I do? Why me? Why this and that? And they question Allah. The third group of people, they say, you know what? It didn't work anymore. So be from the first group of people. Because when Allah tests you, Allah wants good for you. Allah is calling you. And you are actually from the chosen people. If you look at it, you are from the chosen people. From the chosen people of Allah Azza wa Jal. You are in the same list with the prophets. The most afflicted of all people are the prophets of Allah. Does it simply because Allah was angry with them? Because a lot of people think this is a sign of Allah's displeasure. This is from shaitan. If you think that you're in pain because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is angry with you, this is from shaitan. If you're in pain, this is because Allah loves you. And you need to fight that shaitan. It is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. Allah wants good for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is having something good for you in the future. You may not see it right now, but it is there. So this is number one. Number two, think about it. Expiation of sins. This hadith, subhanallah, whenever I recite this hadith, it makes me feel good. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I want you to count how many things he said in the hadith. مَا يُصِيبُ الْمُسْلِمْ مِنْ وَصَبٍ وَلَا نَصَبٍ 
ولا هم ولا غم ولا أذى حتى الشوك يشاكها إلا كفر الله بها من خطايا Every fatigue, sickness, worry, distress, grief and the harm, any harm that befalls a Muslim even the prick of a thorn the prick of a thorn even the pinch of a needle that when you go take like allergy shot even that pinch of the needle it is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as expiation for some of your sins can you imagine that if not only the physical pain but distress grief even the prick of a thorn even if you trip and you say ah oh, this is so one sin is removed one sin is removed think about it subhanallah if you have a disobedient son or a disobedient father or a disobedient daughter and of course you're in pain this is a test that pain is accepted by allah that worry and grief that you are in is accepted by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as kafara for your sins can you imagine that where are you going to get this? Until the Prophet said one day you can even walk on earth free of all sins. You meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 100% pure and free of all sin. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entered upon Umm Sa'ib al-Ansariya one day. Umm Sa'ib, a lady from the people of the Ansar. And Umm Sa'ib was shivering. She was shivering. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ya Umm Sa'ib, Malaki to Zafzifin, what is the matter with you? Why are you shivering? They said, Ya Rasulullah, Al-Humma, it's a fever. I have a fever, may Allah not bless it. This is what she says. La barakallahu fiha. It's a fever, may Allah not bless it. Look at the response of the Prophet. To change our mentalities, the respect. He said, La tasubbil humma. Do not revile, do not curse Al-Humma, the fever. Why? He said, for it takes away, the fever takes away the sins of the sons of Adam just as the bellows take away impurities from iron. Can you imagine? He said, do not even curse the fever. Don't say, me Allah, not blessed, don't say that. It takes away your sins, it cleanses you completely. It's beautiful. Once you understand this, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes something away from you, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests you in one way or another, yes, it's a hard, it's a tough. I'm not saying that just, no, it's a tough. It's a tough. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is storing something better for you. And if you don't, by the way, get it here in this life, then you will get it in the abode of peace in Jannah and one of the most important thing of the tribes Allah says in the Quran I will end up with this inshallah ta'ala Allah says every disaster that strikes upon the earth it happens by the permission of Allah and in, within the same ayah he said he want you just to reflect upon this whoever believes in Allah Trust Allah, especially during those times of pain, Allah will guide his heart, will guide him. You can ask Allah for a house. 
Allah may give you or may not give you. You can ask Allah for a nice car. Allah may give you that car or may not give you that car. You can ask Allah to cure you 100% completely. He may cure you 100% or may not. But one thing is guaranteed. When you ask Allah for guidance, He will never ever turn you away. Will never turn you away. Take this from me. Why? You might say, why? Because guidance is always good for you. A house may or may not. A car may or may not. Good health may or may not. But when you ask Allah for guidance with sincerity, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give it to you. No one will ask Allah for guidance and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will turn them away. Use those times of pain to know Allah, to find about Allah, to find Allah, to talk to Allah Azza wa Jal. And believe me, you don't have to know much Quran to talk to Allah. You don't have to know Arabic to talk to Allah Azza wa Jal. You say, Ya Allah, I trust you. I'm in pain, but I know this is good for, it, for me. I know you love me more than anyone else. I know you care about me more than anyone else. I trust you. Please guide me. Give me guidance. And when you're sincere, you will see the pleasure you will find in pain, you will not find it in ease. Wallahi azim The pleasure you will find in pain will not even find it in ease. Once you reach that level, you trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with your affairs. You leave it to Allah Azza wa Jal. He's the best planner. He's the best planner. Just to do, be patient, deal with it, be strong, get up. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make a way for you to exit from that, from that pain. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum. Fastaghfiruhu innahu huwa al-ghafurun rahim. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man ihtada bihuda. In a very comprehensive advice that the Prophet sallallahu gave to Abdullah ibn Abbas. And he was like 12 years old when the Prophet gave him that advice. And part of it, one piece of it, I'lam anna ma akhtaaka lam yakul yusibak, وما أصابك لم يكن ليخطئك واعلم أن النصر مع الصبر وأن الفرج مع الكرب وأن مع العسر يسرى أو ابن عباس نو ذا what misses you was not going to reach you and what reaches you was not going to miss you and know that victory not victory accompanies perseverance relief accompanies affliction ease accompanies hardships and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says indeed with every hardship comes ease but be very careful never ever question Allah and do not put yourself in that position and don't say why me don't ask this question why me don't ask this question whatsoever and seek refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from that because shaitan will incite, will come and cast all these doubts in your mind. You are a practicing Muslim, you're praying, and look, you're even struggling, suffering. Look at those who do not even practice in the first place are better than you. You end up, oh, that is true. That is true. And then you end up abandoning the salah, abandoning the Quran, abandoning the masjid and isolate yourself. Be very careful of the traps of shaitan. 
especially during the times of ease. This is one of the easiest ways of shaitan to get you. Know that, respected brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so merciful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so merciful. Is Rahim in each and every aspect. Is Rahim in each and every aspect. Have this insha'Allah ta'ala. You will have peace of mind in Allah You will be at ease. Because even for those who question Allah or end up rejecting Allah actually they haven't found any answer. And when you say, let's say, okay, I don't believe in anything. Why? Simply because I did not find an answer to this question. But when you rejected Allah, did you find the answer? Actually, you, you, you made it more complicated. Now you come up, instead of you don't answer one question, you came up with a list of questions. Because once you reject God in the first place, then you need to answer what is the purpose of my creation? Who brought me here? What is required of me? What I'm supposed to do? Then you have a list, long list of questions. You have no answer for that simply because you did not understand the wisdom of one aspect of Allah's creation. And plus, if you understand everything, then it doesn't work this way. We have limited and incomplete knowledge. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the knowledge of everything. And if you want to know more about this, go read Surah Al-Kahf and read the story of Musa and Al-Khadr. It will make things clear to you. نسأل الله لنا ولكم التوفيق والسداد والإخلاص في القول والعمل وأسك الله سبحانه وتعالى to grant peace, safety, security, stability to our brothers and sisters in everywhere اللهم آمين to the people of Gaza, to the people of Syria, Burma, Kashmir, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Yemen, Iraq, Palestine all over the place اللهم آمين وأسك الله سبحانه وتعالى to descend upon them Tranquility, safety, and peace. Allahumma ameen. Barakallahu feekum. Wajazakumullahu khaira. Wa aqim as-salah.